Mission with Jonesy and Amanda. Well, yesterday our Prime Minister addressed the country with a history-making stimulus to haul the nation back from the COVID recession. ScoMo, as we live and breathe. G'day, mate. How are you going? going. How are you, Amanda? Hello. Well. How are you? Well, it's been a busy few days down here in Canberra, as it always is. Well, but, what, uh, what have you been up to? You know, we've just been... <laughs> anything happening? I don't know what you've been doing, but I, I will say this. I was reading about the budget yesterday, and for as far as I can tell, Scott, I, it seems fine to me. I, I, I'm, I'm glad you guys seem to be handling this. Someone did say, though, it's the spoonful of sugar without the medicine, meaning that you guys are just doing this so you can be guaranteed a win in the uh, next year's election. Is that no, that? no, that's a that's the sort of political thing people say, but um, that's pretty cynical. But um, what this budget is about is about jobs. I mean, the, the the COVID recession, and this recession has been caused by the COVID pandemic, and we saw a million people um, lose jobs, um, have their hours reduced to zero. We've got to get Australians back into work, and the budget lays out a plan to do just that, so to bring a lot of decisions forward for people to hire new people on top of their existing workforce. No one gets a hiring credit unless they're having additional jobs. They can't let some people go and employ new ones and get the credit. It's got to be new jobs. We're bringing for, getting them to bring forward investment decisions uh, with the tax incentives that we've put in place for there. We're bringing forward the tax cuts uh, to give people a bit more breathing room and to be able to get them to spend that in the economy. We're bringing forward infrastructure projects uh, like Dunhaven Road out there in Western Sydney or um, down, uh, at, down at Heathcote and other places. Um, this is all about getting projects happening on the ground. But longer term, you know, we've got the gas plan and the energy plan, the manufacturing plan to boost jobs and man- advanced manufacturing. There's a billion dollars in there for universities research too and we know how important that is um, in terms of finding the, the solutions for the future and for our sectors. So it's, uh, it's a very big program and we know it's a very big burden but it's, it's, it's equal to the size of the challenge. Um, the global recession is 45 times worse than the GFC. Wow. And I do know that you know this time last year you certainly didn't foresee that there'd be a $67 billion yeah. deficit. Yeah. You'd have lost sleep. You would have thought, are we being invaded by aliens? What's happening? Yeah. Well, that's that's true. And I've got to tell you, we still lost a bit of sleep when as we saw quite a bit when we saw just how significant the impact of this COVID crisis is. But, uh, I mean, the real impact is being felt by Australians on the ground. Can and I ask that, you this, though? Um, I know that you talk about getting women back into the workforce. Hmm. Um, childcare is a big part of that. And I know that the at the beginning of the pandemic, the government made childcare free. Hmm. Um, why couldn't that continue? That's $6 billion extra a year. We spend $9 billion already uh, on childcare supports. And um, prior to the, um, the COVID recession hitting, we'd actually got... Um, labour force participation, but particularly a number of people in the workforce. Um, we got uh, women in the workforce to the highest level we'd ever had. The gender pay gap had reduced to, to the lowest level we'd ever had. And that's because of the changes we made to childcare some years ago. And uh, that had actually led to, on, on for 25%, just, or just under that, $2 per hour were the out-of-pocket expenses for parents. And for, uh, for the vast majority, 71%, $5 per hour per child um, was uh, what we were able to got that down to. And a childcare cost had fallen by 3%. Um, so the changes we made a number of years ago, which gives um, those on lower incomes 85% rebates. Mm. Um, so there were big changes that we put in childcare, $9 billion a year, and, uh, and we'll always look to see how things can work better. But um, um, just giving everybody everything for free, um, that's not what this budget's about. No, and I know it can't be, but if, if women want to enter the workforce, there's a lot of hard hat jobs, but if to get more women into the workforce, we who's going to look after, and by and large, it is the women that do the childcare. How are we going to manage that? 
Well, just as I said, the, the childcare changes we put in place before the recession was already achieving that. It was mm. actually getting more places, more people, our costs down, and it was being very effective. But um, I wouldn't say, Amanda, this is, this, these jobs are um, just for hard hats. Um, I wouldn't say that at all. I mean, what, two of the biggest areas of growth in, our, in, in, uh, in, in employment of the one and a half million jobs that were created before the COVID recession, they were in areas, uh, in, in the services areas. They were in things like care industries, in, in aged care industries, in disability care industries. They're in the hospitality industries. And that's where we want to see the jobs come as well. These, these jobs incentives, they're for every, every sector of the economy. It doesn't target any one sector. It doesn't target any one gender. Uh, it targets getting Australians. Australians know this is a budget for all Australians because we've all got to get out of this together. Yeah. Well, there's all I can say is thank God we're not America. That's all I oh, can say. And I know wow. that I know that you are on a. Uh, it's, you you can't speak too openly about what's going on in America, but I just watch what's going on there, and I think we're watching an empire crumble before our very eyes. Well, they're a very important ally for Australia, and our relationship with the United States is very strong. It's never been stronger. But my focus is, is, is to focus here, as you know, guys, mm. and, and do what's right for Australians. I, um, I, I observe what happens overseas, what's done well and, uh, and otherwise. And uh, we just have had a – even though it's been really hard here in Australia, and that's true, particularly um, for those south of the border down in, in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, but – our country has actually done better in weathering this storm and cushioning the blow economically and suppressing the virus <clears throat> better than almost any other country in the world. There's only South Korea, uh, uh, Norway, Finland, there's ourselves, and, uh, and the, the economy of Taiwan. So I think there's more the cases in. in the White House than all those countries yeah. combined. <laughs> Sorry, I missed that. <laughs> I think there's more cases in the White House at the moment than all those countries combined. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I wish him a spe- and Melania a speedy recovery. Yeah. Well, Donald has got time to whack up a chicken coop, and which you're doing, so that just speaks volumes <laughs> to me, Scott. Uh, I know you're busy. Thank you for joining you know what, us, man? Prime Minister. Always a treat. Well, thanks a lot, guys, and um, good luck to the roosters. <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> you. Well, I think we might need it. To you, Amanda. Let's thank not you. even talk about the sharks, Gomo. <laughs> Let's not even talk. Charm Nation. With Jonesy and Amanda.